Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Flophouse mini edition, that is. Instead of a regular, full-length, talking about a movie episode of the Flophouse, this is our mini episode of the Flophouse. We do it on alternate weeks, and we just kind of do whatever we want. We've got an exciting special guest today. We're going to talk about some real dumb stuff. But first, I want to talk to my co-hosts. Guys, introduce yourselves, mm. co-hosts. Oh, uh, Dan McCoy. Uh, the, uh, Stuart Wellington. And I love, Stu, you really gave Dan the business. Speaking of business, Dan, <laughs> I believe we have some exciting Flophouse-related business to announce at the top of this mini. Yeah, that we're doing a, a slate of streaming shows. We're handling this a little differently. So we're going to do six shows. Um, what? In total, one a month for six successive months. Uh, and they're all going to be on the first Saturday of the month, except for in September, where we moved to the second Saturday for Labor Day and to make it confusing for people. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be a slate full of Flophouse faves, movies that are often referenced on the Flophouse or, you know, we people have requested them. But or, not movies we've ever covered. We've but never not done them before. We These are unexplored covered. stars in the bad movie firmament for us. Yes. And... Uh, the 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 thing that's a little new about it is they're going to be a little shorter. They're not going to be like full live shows. We're, we're we're doing this under the the sort of slogan of Flop TV, a once a month, uh, one hour version of a Flop House show. Um, mm -hmm. and you can see any individual show. You can get tickets for seven bucks. Uh, and if you want to see the whole season, you can get a season pass for thirty five bucks, which is a discount on uh, buying them all individually. That's like getting one show for free. Exactly, exactly. And, I'm trying and to if that's going to be a flop house hour, that's like a normal hour and a half for a regular person, right? <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be an hour and a half yeah. for us ultimately too. We're going to try, try our best, but it won't be marathon. the three. That would make yeah. it two and a half hours for a normal person. Yeah, it won't be one of the three hour slobber knockers that we're used to doing for our live streaming shows. I'm excited about it. Six live streaming shows, Dan. What are the movies that we're going to be covering? Uh, well, I got the list right here. Uh, the, fir <laughs> the first one on August 5th is Beastmaster 2. Through the Portal of Time? Through the Portal of Time. Not the Portal of Time, as some may have claimed, but the Portal <laughs> of Time. Uh, on September 9th, Cool World. Oh. Have you ever wished this world would be cooler? Yes. Every day. <laughs> well, Hollywood if she could. Uh, what, Saturday, would ho what would Holly if she could? We'll find out. We I've never know. understood Hopefully it. Hopefully murder yeah. me. October 7th. <laughs> October 7th, we're doing a double feature of, of, of meat, fast food uh, titled movies. We've got Hot Dog the Movie and Hamburger the Motion Picture. Mmm. <laughs> Yummy. On, November Yummy. the 4th, we'll do Over the Top, the sliced Sloan arm wrestling oh, wow. picture. Maybe the greatest sports movie ever made, or is it terrible? We'll find out. <laughs> December 2nd, Ballistic, X versus Sever, one of the most confusingly named never seen movies. It. I've never seen it either. I don't know what, I mean, <laughs> apparently X is versus Sever in it. That's all I know. And yeah. it's ballistic, guys. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. ballistic as hell. And on January 6th, uh, Nuki, the movie oh. that Elliot has warned people Ugh. not to see. We're going to The second watch worst it. movie I've ever seen. We will be watching it and talking about it. So um, I'm, I'm excited, guys. Flop TV, it's like a TV show version of the Flophouse. Uh, one Saturday a month for six months. I think it's going to be super fun. What do you guys think? Do you guys think I it's going to be good or terrible? I hope it's going to be good, guys. I need a win. But you can dip in and out. <laughs> you can uh, 
You can buy a season pass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's an experience. It's an experiment we're doing. Like if 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 this goes well, maybe we'll do another season. If it doesn't, maybe it'll go down the memory hole, when never to be spoken of again. Definitely goes well. Yeah. Yeah. When it definitely <laughs> goes well, it'll be part of uh flop uh nation going forward. Anyway, so that was our big uh announcement. But wait, um, Dan, but Dan, oh, oh, where ah. can where can our audience find oh, the yes. tickets and other information? Yes, that's a good point. There is a website that will give you better information than I just gave you. Uh, you can read it at your leisure. You can buy tickets. It is theflophouse.simpletix.com. Uh, or if you find this easier to remember, tinyurl.com slash flophouse live. So go to either theflophouse.simpletix.com or tinyurl.com slash flophouse live. I'll put a link in the show notes, of course. You can, you'll can you be able to find it at the website. So, you know, don't stress if you didn't get those. But Elliot, back to what we're doing today, our today's business, speaking we've, of business. We've dealt with new business, business that's so new it hasn't even happened yet. I'm excited about those shows. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see them and do them. But today we're doing another exciting show. It's our mini. And today we're doing a special mini about our favorite miniature monsters. That's right, mm. the gremlins. And today we ta- have a very special guest with us. That's right, executive producer of the current television series Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai, Brendan Hay, is here to join us to talk about gremlins. Brendan, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, tell us, uh, when did you first get involved with gremlins? How, what's your earliest memory of gremlins? What's, talk, to us about, talk to us about gremlins. I'll tell you all about Gremlins. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, Gremlins have been in my life almost as long as I can remember since uh, my older cousins took me to see the movie when I was like six in the theater and it scarred me in a wonderful way. Uh, kind of just uh, infected mm-hmm. me with a love for horror comedy that has never been fully satiated. I just keep going for it every time. Um, yeah, I, I love Gremlins and luckily got the chance to work on the show and been doing it since 2019. And now people finally get to see it, which is a really fun and joy. And, and it's been nice that people are digging it. And where can where can this show be seen? Uh, it can be seen on everyone's uh, kind of most friendly named streaming service of Max. Ooh, Max. Now, is I'm, that I'm associated with HBO in some way? Is that uh, a- you know what? It's like... Uh, it knows HBO. I don't think it's okay, like they're friends. Yeah, it's kind of a Clark Kent Superman relationship. I think with HBO. Mm-hmm. Oh, HBO is when Max wears glasses. I see. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm saying boo uh, to only the corporate parent of that streaming service, <laughs> and course. not at all to the show. As a Writers Guild member who's on strike, uh, Max is my enemy, and especially the head of the company <laughs> is uh, is my enemy. But totally I'm excited fair. about the show. I, uh, don't the, get Brendan in trouble. <laughs> Well, if it helps at all, here's the nice thing. Uh, Gremlins is a member of uh, IATSE. It's an animation guild show. So we are covered by entirely other unions. And, of course, we stand in solidarity with our WGA uh, brothers and sisters. Um, Thank you. But it is also governed under it. We'll be going on strike basically next year when our contract Mm. is up. That sounds great. Uh, And I will say last year uh, at San Diego Comic-Con, my son and I saw the first episode of Gremlins uh, Secrets of the Mogwai when you had – Brendan was on a panel there, and it was really fun. Uh, And I'm looking forward to sharing the whole series with him. My son has never seen the movies. Too scary, but I think he's going to like it. What about that Santa monologue? The what? (laughs) What about the Santa monologue from Phoebe Cates? That's <laughs> no, yeah, he's showing that part. Just the I, sh- I shared that with my children. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. most disturbing part. Uh, yeah. No, I watched the first couple episodes, and and we we both uh, 
we both enjoyed it very much, but Audrey was like, this is okay. going to scare children. I'm like, yes, that's the beauty of Gremlins. That's the point. Exactly. It should be <laughs> every kid's gateway. Uh, we actually got this weekend a letter passed on to us that was written by a 10-year-old that had his like parents pass it on via social media uh, about how we're too scary and we should think <laughs> of smaller children and babies that could be watching. Babies? That's what we yeah. – our thing was Consider that. Consider the that babies. Clearly – we are not thinking of the babies. Go watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the ironic thing is, uh, so Gremlins, if anyone who's not familiar with it, uh, Gremlins uh, is uh, a movie from 1984 that's amazing. And it's about little green monsters that attack people and kill, and kill them and also get killed <laughs> in horrible ways. And when I was a kid, I loved it. And then it was like I turned, I think I must have been five or six when I first saw it. And then when I turned around eight, it became scary to me. Like I suddenly realized what was going on in the movie, and then it took me a couple of years before I could watch it again. And it was yeah, like, you understood the stakes at that point. Exactly. Like oh, when yeah. when when the mean old lady <laughs> flies out of her house and lands face face down in the snow and never gets up again, that yeah. she's dead now. Yeah, Ellie was yeah. scared. He's like, no, Billy's gonna lose his job at the bank. Yeah, <laughs> that is what scared me. Yeah, yeah. He's not uh, even pursuing his artistic dreams full time. <laughs> oh no! And that, like Gremlins two came out, and I'm like oh. Thank goodness, at least now we'll see Billy as a working artist. And I'm like, well, he is, but he's doing kind of, he's not doing the kind of work he yeah. really cares about. He's not speaking with a soul. He took the safe route. Yeah, and Dan was upset that, like, the gremlins are destroying a beautiful corporate building. <laughs> it's a shining, yeah. that this Trump surrogate is having his building destroyed. He goes, he goes, the gremlins are attacking a corporation? Why, that's a person. How dare they? <laughs> I mean, the only bad thing I can uh, I can say about Gremlins 2 is, that it makes its Trump surrogate so lovable. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the, so the. Uh, is it? What's his name? John Glover. Uh, John Glover. Right? John Glover. John Glover. Daniel Glover. Yeah, Daniel Glover Danny or Glover. Danny Glover is a different actor. Yeah. <laughs> but they both uh, had relatives who made gloves. <laughs> yeah. They're both descended from the makers of gloves, just like William Shakespeare, uh, the son of a glove maker. Uh, so Gremlins, it's a movie that I think means a lot to all of us. Gremlins 2 was a, was a massively important movie to me growing up also. And that's why with Brendan here with us today, I wanted to talk Gremlins with you guys. But also, we're grownups now. And if I've learned anything from the current media ecosystem, it's that when I grow up, the things that I loved as a kid, I don't have to let go of them. I can drag them into adulthood with me and make them more mature and more grown up and adult. So today we're going to be taking Gremlins (laughs) and we're going to be adulting it up because that's right, guys. It's time for me to lay on you the top 10 sexiest Gremlins. That's right. It's the countdown you've been waiting for. We're going to go all the way from 10 down to number one, which of the individual Gremlins from the movie Gremlins, (laughs) no human characters allowed, is objectively the sexiest. Guys, tell me your thoughts. Are you ready for this? Are you ready to, uh, I should have put a a parental advisory on this one. We are going to be talking about sexy Gremlins and kids (laughs) might not be ready for that because that's the other letter you got, Brennan, right? Was you got a letter from a kid saying, this show is too sexy. (laughs) Think about kids and babies. No, uh, that letter was from a baby who said, actually could be a little sexier. Oh, oh, Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Babies love sex. It's how they get made. Uh, yeah. so, go, Look, if anybody knows it, guys, what's your thing? What What are your feelings about what we're going to talk about today? Uh, I'm like a nervous anticipation, just <laughs> like a little when performing the act of sex. <laughs> yeah, a little excited <laughs> and a little afraid, right? Yeah, of course, yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's. Why don't we just start? If you guys are ready, let's start with number ten on the sexiest Gremlins countdown. Okay, uh, now, bottom of the barrel. 
Well, I mean, there are, least there are, fuckable gremlins. I mean, there are many. No, no, again, there are hundreds of gremlins. <laughs> yeah, so to yeah, make yeah, it yeah. on the list is a big achievement. There's a lot of gremlins that did not make it onto this list. Uh, let's just say Phantom of the Opera Face Gremlin from Gremlins 2 <sighs> didn't make it onto the list. Wow, that's uh, crazy because he's a dark shot. bad boy. <laughs> that's uh, Spike. And he's romantic. The, uh, the, the leader of the bad guy gremlins in Gremlins 2 also didn't make it onto the list. Wow. Uh, Even when one, he's a spider? He could hug you multiple times with all those legs. You know what? I should I should give a caveat. It's pre-Spider Spike is not on this mm-hmm. list. Okay. You'll see okay. as we get through okay. it. Okay. okay. He That's becomes fair. a different person as far as I'm concerned, or a different gremlin. Well, let's just start with it. Okay, number 10. So this is not bottom of the barrel. This is the this is the the least worst among, of the best. I get uh, the it, worst yeah. of the best, exactly. The number 10, you know it's Daffy Gremlin. The gremlin from Gremlins 2 is kind of <laughs> sure. a maniac. He's silly, he's got a great sense of humor, but he's also a dentist, as we see in one scene. And that's a stable mm-hmm. job, which makes him a good provider. So Daffy Gremlin, what do you think about him? Uh yeah, I mean, I guess you know, if, you know sense of humor is important to a lot of people in a mate. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know yep. if it's sexy per se. <laughs> He's but got those it, googly eyes. You never know where he's looking, and there's something kind of intriguing about that. Yeah, I mean, I do like. I assume that there are people out there with dentistry fantasies, so yeah. you got that yeah. going for you. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you say, Stu? Yeah, I mean, he wears a he wears a mask in his dentist thing. He, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's got those beautiful eyes that, like, <laughs> you never mm-hmm. know if he's gonna looking into your eyes or just looking into space. <laughs> <laughs> or both. He's got a little you bit could, of hair. You could stare into those eyes forever. Like, whatever that is. If they're pointed like at you. Like a crust. <laughs> yeah. It's some of the best hair of the gremlins because, let's face it, most of them have none. So yes. he's definitely like top tier on that. As reptiles, and, most of them don't have hair, but he does. And yeah, it's it's fabulous. He takes care and of it. And he calls attention him to himself. He's got confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, con- <laughs> he's constantly peacocking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's number 10, Daffy Gremlin. I think you all agree. Number 10. Number nine. Ooh. It's going to make this one, it makes some people mad that he's so low on the list. It might be even a little shocking. That's right. It's Electric Gremlin. The Gremlin from Gremlins 2, who through the power of chemistry has somehow turned into a bioelectric form that Mm -hmm. can go into a phone and be trapped in a voicemail system only to be called up later. He's, look, he's glamorous. He doesn't obey the laws of physics. And that is pretty erotic. But- he's just going to hurt you in the end. And that's why he's down at number nine. You know, he's good for a one-night stand, maybe, if uh, you don't get burned. And so guys, potentially survives the decimation of the gremlins at the end of the second movie. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's true. That's what I was going to say. That was my, like, lunch table discussion in fifth, or actually, sorry, summer discussion in fifth grade that has still never been resolved. What are your thoughts? Does he survive the end of gremlins, too? I feel like he does. Because hmm. we don't see him after he zaps all the other gremlins, right? That's, yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. There's nothing. Do you I mean, think like, by spreading out that much, maybe he has a larger experience pool and he becomes like a Doctor Manhattan type figure? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's now he's now running loose through time. Oh, that's why there's that meme of him on the moon. Yeah, I just sort yeah. of assumed that being you know split everywhere at once, kind of dispersed whatever you know uh, bio magic was keeping him together. <laughs> That's true, yeah. It's all science. It's all science. He's injected with a chemical that makes him electric. This yep. <laughs> at the Splice of Life uh, Genetics Lab, which is in this giant mall slash office building slash television studio. And he- uh, If it wasn't I, for government restrictions, any of us could go to our local grocery store and get uh, a thing of that and inject ourselves and become living electric uh, people. Oh, oh what a better world that would be. Oh, no, but Fauci basically, doesn't want us to be electric people. Yeah, basically, yeah, bioshock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
so that's number nine, super sexy. But you know what? Safety first. That's what I say. Safety first. Sure, uh, yeah. Number eight, this gremlin's got a lot of mystery behind him. That's because we never see him on screen. That's right. He's the shadow puppet gremlin in Gremlins 2 who oh, wrecks the film yeah. and then does it. It's the third shadow puppet gremlin, the one who does Abraham Lincoln shadow with his hands, not just because I'm an Abraham Lincoln fan, but if he can do that with his hands. What else is he able sure, to do with very, his hands? Like you know? a very, very Zolman King type gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, a lot of fluttering sheer curtains and uh, and things like that. <laughs> Soft lighting. Here's the thing, though: you don't actually see his face, so you don't know how attractive he is. And call me shallow, but looks matter to me when it comes to gremlins. So yeah, that's fair. H- how do you guys feel about it? Can you overlook that because you know that uh, that shadow puppet gremlin is able to do amazing things with those claws of his? I think he's a good one night stand gremlin because I think it's going to be this is a nice novelty. Oh, you're really into like not touching. You want to just, uh, you know, give me a mind orgasm with your imagery and stuff like that. Sure. Yeah. Second or third time, though. No, just it's not going to cut it. You can only be edged so much. That makes sense by a gremlin. You're presuming that on this date with said gremlin, he would or she would, I mean, I guess there's only the one female gremlin. I mean, it's so hard to say. Like our, 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 all gremlins sexless until that. Well, we'll get there. I'm I think sure. so because they, we re- because they reprodu- don't no, be so short. Sure, yes, be short. Sure. They reproduce through budding, through uh, moisture-induced budding. So yeah, they are. They don't reproduce through sexuality. They have no genitalia, as yeah. far as we know. Uh, but, they're and they're naked. So yes, they have no genitalia. But on the other hand, they flash Phoebe Cates. I think multiple times. Right. So what are they showing? It's hard to know. Well, I just wanted to add. I mean, you presume that uh, on this date, this gremlin is going to stay behind a scrim the entire time. <laughs> An Angus like a, scrim, like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a, like a mixologist in a uh, a Salt Lake City uh, bar before they changed the law. Because back in the day, if you wanted to get a cocktail because of Mormon laws, you had to like, they had to like mix your drink or pour your drink behind a screen mm. and then they'd serve it to you. That wow. gremlin would be great at that. <laughs> he would be. He would be. That's great. Now, here's the thing. The Shadow Puppet Gremlin, I like to imagine that he looks like the 3D glasses movie gremlin from the first movie because that gremlin is a oh, snack. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah, just tell yeah, you. Yeah, no, that's a good <laughs> movie, gremlin. Yeah. Speak, and speaking of snacks, what a great segue. Let's go to number seven, vegetable gremlin. Oh, number seven, yeah. sexiest totally. gremlin. He's a, he's a salad. Obvious reasons, healthy and organic, also a literal snack. Uh, you can't go wrong with vegetable gremlin. Uh Guys, give me your thoughts on Veggie Gram. So is the premise when you inject yourself with that serum, vegetables grow out of your body. It doesn't necessarily turn you into one big vegetable. No, I think it turns you into a cornucopia of vegetables. His his ears become lettuce leaves, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think he keeps reproducing. If he does get harvested, it seems that he keeps growing more. Yeah. When like that bartender gremlin uh, picks off his head. He's both yeah. a grower and a shower. He he oh. shows off his vegetables <laughs> and he grows more. Yeah. Yeah. Very rare. I mean, I don't want to get too much into the mechanics of this, but uh okay. yeah. I mean he is he is growing a number of sort of phallic objects on his face. The carrots and, uh, and why whatnot, would that be so. Oh <laughs> I'm just saying they could be put to use. 
and I'll I'll just leave it there. He's more practical. Okay, yeah, Dan, yeah. let's let's not get leave let's get our there. minds out of the I'll gutter for a moment. There. Let's not let's not be too vulgar. This we are talking about the top ten sexiest gremlins, but still, yeah. But you totally could use one. I'm of those, sorry, one of those I things. thought this was uh, an after dark program. <laughs> it's not the top ten gremlins who fuck. It's the top ten sexiest. It's more about the tease. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, it shows you what a big impression Gremlins two made on me. That uh, the vegetable gremlin is so clear in my mind. There's a YouTube video with all the vegetable gremlin scenes, and it's less than a minute and a half long. So, so oh like, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the you, is it like a fan cam? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, and uh, this this one, this description says all the scenes with the vegetable gremlin in the movie Gremlins Two, including deleted scenes, and it's still less than a minute and a half long. <laughs> so a real Boba Fett of the movie. Not a lot of screen time, but a big presence. Uh, number six. We're gonna go to a break pretty soon, but number six uh, coming up is the is the next one before that break. Come on, guys. You know what number six has to be. Can you guess it? Can you guess what number six is going to be? The sexiest, sixth sexiest gremlin? Is it Uh, it Lenny? No. Here's a a hint. Here's a hint. It's a gremlin you can have sex with in daylight. Oh, Oh, is it the Well, there's only one gremlin, obviously. Yep, it's the it's the bat gremlin. That's right, the bat gremlin. He can go out during the day. Can't underestimate that. This is finally a gremlin you can take to Sunday brunch with your gal pals, and you're giggling the whole time because they don't know that you just had sex right before the brunch. Uh huh. Uh, Yep. Yep. Now, yes, it may be a little bit difficult that he is now a giant concrete covered gargoyle on Uh St. Patrick's Cathedral, thanks to the work of one Murray Futterman, uh, the enemy Uh of all gremlins. But uh, it's you know what, just chipping him out of there. And you know, go wild. He's a background one. You know, he's got. Yeah. Do you think he's still? Are you still okay inside that? Uh, I have <laughs> that to assume shell? so. I have to assume he's doing yeah. fine. Since gremlins, they seem to like to eat, but don't. I don't think they need to eat. Uh, I don't know if they need air. Uh, and I think here's my fantasy about him: is he just takes those wings and just wraps them around me, and nobody can see what's going on, just like That's Rodan's true. memorial statue mm-hmm. to Balzac, <laughs> which has that cape just covering it all up. Uh, so yeah. background, background <laughs> yeah. guys. Do you, you have any other? You have any other? You have any other thoughts? Rodan about and Balsack. I love. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, once you got to Rodan, you covered it all. I will. Do you want to throw out, by the way, both? Uh, do gremlins need to eat or stuff like that covered in the series? Also, do gremlins gender themselves covered in the series? Oh, These are actual. Wow. We address These are the questions, questions people answered. have. You are really revealing all the secrets of the Mogwai and their associated uh, gremlin colleagues. That's amazing. I want to make it clear <laughs> when I said Rodan. Counterparts. Yeah, they're coworkers. Uh, when, uh, <laughs> when I said Rodan, I meant the sculptor and not the giant monster who does have wings just like Bat Gremlin and is uh-huh. also – Super sexy. And did that did the monster have a memorial or a tribute to Balzac? Uh, yeah, I don't know that the monster was able to carve <laughs> that that memor- that bronze memorial to Balzac as uh, as Auguste Rodin did. So, guys, uh, that's the tops. The, the actually the bottom five sexiest gremlins. Again, mm-hmm. reminding you before we go to the break: number ten, Daffy Gremlin; number nine, Electric Electric Gremlin; number eight, Shadow Puppet Gremlin; number seven, mm-hmm. Vegetable Gremlin; number six, Bet Gremlin. Before we go to the break, guys, any surprises? Any things that are really uh, you didn't expect to see on the list of top ten sexiest gremlins? I mean, Shadow Puppet Gremlin was a surprise, but not an unwelcome one. Okay, and Brendan, what about you? I I did not see Shadow Gremlin coming at all. That was a huge surprise. Yeah, although any like they have a talent, which is which is attractive. Oh, you know? yeah, very much yeah, so. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they can perform. Yeah. Uh, and it, he was a dark horse candidate, but again, it is dark where he is. It's just a shadow, you know. It's true. It's, uh, and gremlins like the dark. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Uh, and he also we go to- got the attention of one Hulk Hogan, and 
you know, that that's not nothing. Yeah. If <laughs> you can pitch Wu at both Paul Bartel and Hulk Hogan at once, mm-hmm. you're, oh, you're fine. What a, what a threesome. Paul Bartel, <laughs> Hulk Hogan, the Shadow Gremlin. Because Hulk literally <laughs> rip, starts ripping his clothes off as soon as he sees the Shadow Gremlin. He just can't control himself. Yeah. Uh, it's it's now I'm a imagining, man known for being able to control. Otherwise, not a man who is gets in trouble nearly constantly for his actions. Uh, although now mentioning Paul Bartel, I'm imagining eating Raoul, but it's all gremlins in the, yeah. that they're that they're oh. that they're seducing and killing and eating. Uh, anyway, guys, let's take a break. We'll get back to our top five sexiest gremlins after this. Dan, I believe you have a word from our sponsor. Yeah, talking about eating. You don't have to eat Raul. You don't have to eat, you know, vegetables off a veggie gremlin. If you're looking for uh, some uh, nutritious uh, meal substitute or a meal replacement, uh, why don't you go with a Soylent? The original food tech company makes delicious and nutritious nutrition products in convenient formats. Uh, You can get like, how about a Soylent complete meal? It comes in a ready-to-drink shake and also in a powder format, if you prefer that. It provides 20 grams of plant-based protein. That's more than you're going to get from a plant gremlin. 39 (laughs) essential nutrients, healthy fats, and 400 calories of slower-burning carbohydrates in one delicious serving. Or you can get uh, the Soylent Complete Protein a deliciously rich and creamy plant-based high-protein nutrition shake with 30 grams of complete plant-based protein, 39 essential nutrients, and zero grams total sugars. Satisfy your protein needs without sacrificing nutrition or taste. You know what? This is the quickest, easiest meal on the planet. You don't got to cook. You don't got to clean up. You can just drink your Soylent. It's got complete Balanced nutrition from U.S.-grown sustainable sourced ingredients, making this good for you and for the planet. For breakfast, lunch, or anytime you need a nutritious meal, that's delicious. It's like healthy fast food without the drive through and a healthy meal at home without having to cook. Go to Soylent.com slash flop and use code FLOP, that's F-L-O-P, to get 20% off your first order. That's Soylent.com slash flop and code flop for 20% off your first order. We also have a special Jumbotron today. Jumbotron. That's right. Our Jumbotron message is for Sam Bro, and it comes from Alex and Leo. And the message says, Happy First Father's Day to Sam Bro, the world's biggest Flophouse fan. I love when you play guitar and sing to me, and I love our cuddles and walks. I'm so lucky to have the best daddy ever. Love, Leo, and Mommy. And you know what? I just want to say, Sam, thanks for putting in the work. Putting in the dad work from one dad to another. I appreciate it. I apologize that this Jumbotron did not come on Father's Day weekend, but I was busy being a dad too. Thanks for finding time in your father life to listen to the Flophouse because I know as a father, I have no time to enjoy anything at all. It's all kids, 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 and I'm stuck watching whatever they want to watch. Someday, they'll want to watch the Gremlins movies, but until then, I guess I'll just have to show them Gremlins, Secrets of the Mogwai. Anyway, that's right. I put an ad spot into your Jumbotron. Take that, Sam, bro. I can do whatever Wait, I want. Why? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, I went rogue. Enough. Heel turn, heel turn, heel turn. Anyway, uh, 
Thanks for buying that Jumbotron message. If you would like to uh, buy a Jumbotron message, maybe one that I interrupt, maybe one that I don't, uh, go to what? MaximumFun.com slash Jumbotron, I think is the URL? Uh, .org. Oh, sorry. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. Thank you. And you can have your own message on the Flophouse, but this message was just for Sam from Alex and Leo. Wonderful. All right, class, tomorrow's exam will cover the science of perfect pitch, the history of pride flags, and speedrunning video games. Any questions? Ah, yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? It's the podcast, Let's Learn Everything. Where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom, I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella, I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Obviously not. No. It's a podcast. (laughs) Dear Reading Glasses, it's been years since I've been able to read. I missed it so much, but I had no idea where to start. I felt so overwhelmed. But thanks to your show, now I'm back to enjoying books again and feeling like a reader. Love, Sarah. Yeah, that's an email we actually answered. Okay, maybe not that email specifically, but one just like it, because most of our listeners are named Sarah. (laughs) We're Reading Glasses, and we're here to solve all your reader problems. We give advice, help you find books you love, and discuss reading without making you feel pressured. No matter what you read or how you read it, we'll help you do it better. Reading Glasses, every week on Maximum Fun. Okay, guys. Those were our messages. Now it's back to top 10 mm. sexiest gremlins brought to you by the Flophouse with special guest, Brendan Hay. Uh, we actually, there's a bit of a controversy uh, over on the uh, over on the Flop uh, Gremlin chatter. The judges are actually readjusting some of the rankings. Uh, uh-huh. Vegetable Gremlin in a shocking turn events has fallen below Shadow Puppet Gremlin because wow. one, of the, one of the judges realized that picking the food off him is a little bit like eating sushi off a naked person, which is weird and gross. And uh, it just seems, it seems like it's going to make your sushi warm and it's going to make your naked person sticky. So uh-huh. it, that that made mm, Vegetable those, those Gremlin drop down a little bit. Features, yeah. not bugs, but continue. <laughs> I, say, I don't want to kink shame there, but all right. Now, in the movie, I never saw the movie Hero Dreams of Sushi. Was he dreaming? Was it a sex dream where he was dreaming about eating sushi off a naked person? Uh huh. Yeah. He was dreaming the time he watched Rising Sun while his parents were asleep in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, Someday I'm going to get into that world. Someday I'll be involved yeah. with sushi too. Okay, guys, we're back to the top five. This is the five sexiest gremlins, or these are the five sexiest gremlins. Number five. This is going to be a controversial one. This is going to be a big big debate. Buckle up, everybody, because I think there's going to be a little bit of argument here. Number five, Greta, the lady gremlin. Number Number five. five. Number five, fifth sexiest gremlin. Dan, I can see the anger in your eyes. Bring it to me. Tell me why I'm wrong. I'm not. I got to tell you, Greta gremlin. Hold on. Well, you know, (laughs) I Share your logic. uh, Share your work. Audrey got me uh, for my birthday. Uh, I want to bring it over here. Oh, wow. As a visual aid. It's for the audience at home. It's a it's a it's, it's an action figure of Greta. Greta, of Greta. Greta. Uh-huh. I thought you were going to tell me that she dressed up as Greta for your birthday. And I was going to say you, I don't want to know that. How can you argue? I kind of want to know about this. 
<laughs> Here's the thing, Dan. Yes, she's beautiful. Yes, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. Mm. She's got uh-huh. glamour style. She wears make a lot of makeup, and she knows. Oh, how to, yeah, she, there she is. And she and knows that uh, Brendan has this She knows what also. she wants, and she goes to get it. Uh-huh. She does. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. She's a little self-involved, and she's a little pushy. It uh, that she wow. really goes after Robert Picardo hard. And at first, oh, understand. He, <laughs> and, and understood. Because Robert yeah. Picardo, yes, also a snack. Here's the thing. I'm going to put her at five because she is just, she only wants what she wants. She's not interested in what you want. She's all about taking and not about giving. So that's why she's at number five. Unless, uh, unless, oh, yes, Brendan, what were you going to say? I mean, she's she's giving to Robert Picardo. Uh, but that's, mm-hmm. she's giving, but she's giving in a way that, uh, well, I guess you're right about that. Here's the thing. <laughs> if you're Robert Picardo, Greta goes to number one. Or if you are Robert Picardo's son, in which case Greta goes from Lady Gremlin to Stepmom Gremlin, instantly rockets to number one sexiest gremlin. Mm-hmm. So that's the case. <laughs> if you are Robert Picardo's son, Greta is your number one sexiest sure, yeah, gremlin. Absolutely. Yeah, very taboo. Uh, even more taboo than having sex with a miniature reptile. Uh, <laughs> is, that, <laughs> that, is the, that has been the result of a chemical oh my experiment God. gone right. You know, you know there's like a limited edition Greta Gremlin fleshlight out there, right? Uh, <laughs> There's, I mean, it's just a regular flashlight, but it's green. You know what? I don't want to think about it too much. Now, Dan, now, Dan, you had a lot of questions about gremlin genitalia earlier in the show, and now when we're getting into the nitty-gritty of it, suddenly you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> the nitty-gritta of it. There's a difference between the level of interest I have for comedy and then having, like, sort of visions, you know, appear in my brain of something that may exist out in the world. Yeah, something that definitely exists out in the world, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now that's, uh, so that's number five on my book is Greta, but again, your results may vary. She's a very popular gremlin, but I think it's gonna hard, it's hard to argue with number four. Number four, sexiest gremlin. We gotta go back to the original Gremlins movie, the unnamed gremlin at the bar who is dressed like Jennifer Beals in Flashdance and is dancing their heart out to the song uh, Mega Madness or Mutant Madness, whatever, however the song (laughs) is. a song that is apparently written by the same person who wrote the song yep. Maniac from Flashdance. And so there's a lot going on there. Guys, this this gremlin, maybe it's just the way that it's shot super Flashdance video style, but this gremlin is super sexy. What do I you think? I only saw Flashdance like kind of recently, and I loved the idea of this like blue-collar steel town that can support like multiple dancing lady establishments. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> especially one that appears to ha- mostly have like sort of avant-garde dance where no one takes their clothes off. Yeah, that's the highbrow one. one. And then yeah. there's the lowbrow one across the street. Yeah, it's about it's human great. expression. Now, I want to say that, again, this is flash dance and not splash dance, the 1983 Disney novelty album where the Disney characters sang 1980s-themed songs. Oh, uh, that makes sense. And that's great for kids. Because they're familiar with Flashdance. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, a movie so- that doesn't really have like any uh, any like conflict. She's just like, <laughs> I want to dance, and she starts dating a guy, and he's like, I want you to dance, and she's like, Okay, I'll dance, and that's it. <laughs> Stuart, you of all people should know the conflict <laughs> is capitalism. That's yeah, the conflict in the movie. You're right. You're right. It's a it person versus the- world movie. So that world is yeah. capitalism. Brendan, yeah. what's your take on that? I was just gonna say it's also the 1980s Jerry Bruckheimer conflict of all films of the lead character of. I'm awesome. Halfway through, am I awesome? Ending, I'm awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's called the hero, the awesome hero's journey. Or also yeah. <laughs> the conflict of the recent Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> a movie Brooke that just again. confirms the yep. awesomeness of Maverick. <laughs> mm-hmm. Doesn't get mad. Do, yeah, it's, it's like, wow, that's a cool name. Does he deserve it? 
Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Has Maverick slowed down a little bit and lost his zazz? No, still got it. If anything, too much. Still more. more. <laughs> still more. Now that he's not being held back by Goose. Uh, the world so anyway. needs more. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I said it. I think she. I think you're right. I think it's also, you know what's attractive about her? She has a dream. Yes. She has a passion. Yes. This is a gremlin with ambitions, a gremlin with passion, like you're saying, a gremlin who wants more than just to be another gremlin working in a steel town on a yeah. Saturday night. You know? Yes. Yeah. And so uh, that's that's number four, unnamed gremlin dressed like Flashdance at the bar. That bar scene, <laughs> even as a kid, I got to say, this is just, if you want to go straight to my heart from, from mm-hmm. childhood to now, show me a scene where monsters or aliens are hanging out at a bar or restaurant. I love it. <laughs> yep. Star Wars, The Dark Crystal, Gremlins, I can watch that forever. It's all I want to see. And we recently yeah. talked about how there's a bar scene in the most recent Ant-Man movie and how yes. we're like, no, this should be fun. Yes. Like, yeah. I love this shit and this is not what I love. Ironically, mm-hmm. that bar scene does not clear the bar of science fiction bar scenes. Thank you. I'm getting applause visually from Stuart and Brendan. Dan, they not approving. They can hear it. <laughs> yeah, they, <laughs> Don't edit that out, Alex. Don't. Keep it in. Keep it in. Uh, it keep up. all my mistakes in. Throw in, uh, throw in some audience clapping. <laughs> but it goes to show, in movies, there's a lot of, there's a high standard set for creatures hanging out at bars. Next movie that does it, you're going to have to work really hard. Uh, speaking of working hard, here's number three, the number okay. three sexiest gremlin, and he getting didn't close. get there- he didn't get there just by his looks, although he's got him. He didn't get uh. there just by charisma, though he's got it. He got there by outworking every other damn gremlin and mogwai there is, except for two. That's right, it's number three, Stripe, the main bad guy sure. from the original gremlins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got that white mohawk. He's a, yeah, He's got some snow yeah. on the roof, but that doesn't mean there isn't a party downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what do you feel about Stripe, the ultimate bad boy? He even carries a gun, a little now, miniature gun made for a gremlin. Where did he get that thing? Yeah. I don't know. Ironically, mohawk, the guy in the next movie, like, like he doesn't have a mohawk. He has spikes, right? Correct. Yes. He Yes. I don't know. But he does when he's a, he does when he's a mogwai. When he's a mogwai, he has a mohawk. Yeah, mohawk. I don't know what point yeah. I'm making with that. I just find it. No, you're just trying to, why is it we why is it we park on a driveway and drive on a parkway and yet yeah. mo, mohawk has spikes but Holy stripe has a mohawk. Is, yeah, this yeah. Is part of my did you just make that up? Themed yeah. stand up. Wait, did Ellie just make that up? The parkway thing? Yeah, it just it just came to me. It just came to you right off the dome. Yeah, yeah just like stripes mohawk stripe right yeah. off the dome. Now stripe. Even when I was a kid, I wasn't attracted to him necessarily because I wasn't sexually aware because yet. Because we don't drive on a driveway. <laughs> no, but we should, right? But I knew there was something special about him. That's Tell what me what were called. your I had a bendy toy of stripe. It was great. What I, I believe I mentioned it in our in our mini about uh, movie related action. And you're figures. not allowed to park on a parkway. You have to keep going. There's no parking on it. That's crazy. <laughs> And you just came up with it. <laughs> it's just I'm just in the zone. You know what? In the zone. So, guys, your feelings about Stripe? I know Stuart is kind of dealing with something right now. He's, 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 he's still in, uh, in a trance, in a daze. Uh, it's, like feel- it's an existential crisis brought on by. How do we fix this? <laughs> now, a lot of people think that Stripe's name. A lot of people think that Stripe's name is Spike. It is not. No. It is Stripe. It is Stripe. Um, I stripe, yeah, classic '80s hair. Also, I feel like he he also touched yeah. on the nostalgia that we all have for that era. Um, absolutely adorable. Also, look, not every gremlin looks good when melted. Stripe still pretty badass when melted. <laughs> yeah, when it's just yeah. his skeleton with the skin dripping off, and he's hanging yeah. on that fountain. 
um, he looks great. He looks really yeah. great. Yeah. Well, uh, also, if you're attracted to power, Stripes, you're one. Mm, oh, true. yeah. And punk oh, rock. Yeah. That's why punk Stripes rock. has that it, quote about the ultimate aphrodisiac. He has all the things that would have made him a sex symbol in ancient Rome. Power, <laughs> a noble death, and punk rock. Everything <laughs> that they love. And yeah. like a bootstrapper mentality. He <laughs> yeah. came from nothing. <laughs> That's true. And now he's here. He wa- well, he's like, once I was just a ball of fur flying off a of mogwai's back. And now look at me. King of the Grims. I got my own little gun. You d- you defeat everybody in a movie theater explosion. I'll just start over again. I've, I've been at the bottom so many times, I don't even know what the top is. And yet, I'm going there. You know what? Mm-hmm. I may be lying on my back, but I'm looking at the stars. That's me. Stripe. Uh, well, that's his like that's his like fuckboy island intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining, imagining Stripe with a headset oh. mic, and he's walking around a stage, and he's like, "I used Tony to be Robinson like you. Style, yeah. I used to be yeah. like you, just a ball of fur, and then I was in like a gross snot booger looking chrysalis. But when I came out, you know what I was? Self actualized. My name is Stripe. Do you have a name? No, because you're just some gremlin. Give yourself one right now. What's your name? And he goes down into the audience with a handheld mic. He goes, "Uh, you. What's your name?" And the gremlin's like. Uh, uh, you're uh, uh, that's your name. You got it. You got a name now. Not an insult. That's your name. First choice. First choice. Runs to another gremlin. What's your name? And that gremlin goes, Darren. And Spike goes, Stripe goes, great, great. Darren, Darren, wonderful. And another gremlin goes, I'll be Stripe too. And Stripe just shoots him in the head. No, can't do that. (laughs) Only one Stripe. And he already paid for the seminar and he got his money. (laughs) That's true. He said, there's no refunds. That's why you have to sign the waiver when you go in and you hand your cell phone to Stripe's uh, hench hench gremlins. They put it in the bag. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Stripe doesn't want to get canceled. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) I I thought it was because once he shoots everyone, he's got like a resale business. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good scam. Yeah, it is a great scam. Okay, number two. We kind of mentioned him earlier. Oh, we man, I just got an idea for a globula scam. <laughs> okay, wait, no, tell, us, tell us what it is. Tell us what it is. No, I mean, it involves uh, running seminars and stealing phones. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, so you go, the seminar. I'll bump a little bit of English on it. It's they go, the seminar will begin in 10 minutes, and then you're just hurriedly running out of the back of the building with a sack full of cell phones. <laughs> uh, so... Number two, this is the Yeah, Dan, do you have something to say? <laughs> I'm just imagining him running out with the phone. It's like, call an Uber, call an Uber. It's like, why didn't you have a getaway car ready? <laughs> I'm figuring I'd have all these phones. One of them would have Uber on it. <laughs> one of them was like, okay, look through, see if any of them have Uber loaded on them. Yeah. Gotta unlock one of them. Yeah. Oh, I should have gotten their codes first. Uh or their fingerprints. Go back in, cut off everybody's fingers. We'll match them up with the right phones. We'll be able to get one that has Uber on it. So this, I can make yeah, a I'm out, boss. escape. This plan, this plan, I'm out, boss. This plan, it seemed okay to me when it was just you running away with a bag of phones, but I didn't know you were going to be cutting people's fingers off. I owe you. I paid your way through veterinary school. You're right, boss. You're right. Okay, I'll get those fingers. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, number two, this is the runner-up. Not the sexiest gremlin, but yep, yep. pretty mm-hmm. damn close. Yeah, yeah, uh, this is, yeah, this isn't shameful. No, no, we hinted at them earlier. This is the gremlin that some people may know them as Mohawk, but that's not when I find them the sexiest. I find the sexiest when they fully turn into spider gremlin. That's right, uh, legs, legs, yeah. legs. Yep, wrap me up in your web anytime. I look at Marla getting caught in that web, and I'm like, lucky girl. Ooh, spider gremlin's coming around. How do you guys feel about it? Or do you no, prefer- No lie, that is a hot scene. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. the problem with this is- now you've brought up Marla, the genuine sex that's appeal. A, that's, a, that's a hot scene. And then when yeah. when Gizmo and, shows up with his little Rambo outfit on, 
like the theater goes insane. Yeah, like, they people love go it. crazy. Yeah, they don't know what to do. They rip up the seats. Yeah, and then the scene gets yeah. literally hot because Spider Gremlin is lit on fire by a flaming whiteout <laughs> arrow fired yeah. by Rambo Gizmo. Uh, what yeah. do you guys think? And, and should we take a moment to talk about Marla? I don't want to. I don't want to talk about sexy no, humans in this. We're talking. We're talking about Gremlins. Mm. She's great no, too. No, just Gremlins. I was going to say though, for Mohawk, also there, Spider Gremlin. He filled an entire floor with silk. Yes, that means he can go. That's yeah, right. That's stamina. True, yeah. Stamina. He yeah, can go he's hours. been eating his pineapple. Yeah. yeah. He's, 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 he's got the stick to itness. He'll put the work in. Just like mm-hmm. Def, just like Shadow Puppet Gremlin, but he's got the looks. That's the thing. He's got the yeah. looks. Now, Brendan, yeah. I believe, did, didn't you know someone once who now who, who bought the original Spider Gremlin puppet? I, I do. Um, it is, um, oh, uh, the, Michael Carbonero, as in of the Carbonero effect uh, magician. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he actually owns uh, the original Spider Gremlin puppet used in Gremlins 2. Oh, lucky. Um, it was, I believe, a somewhat of an impulse purchase. Uh, <laughs> he saw it for a huge Gremlins fan, like not on that side. but um, I hope so. He, he's he's yeah, not just a he, huge fan of spider-based puppets. <laughs> yeah, look, just always cruising the auctions. But no, it was... Impulse in the sense of he saw it up for auction, saw it was at a price point that was possible. So he's like, oh, my God, yes, I will do this. Just go. He didn't check the size or convert it because it was in a UK auction. So he's here in Burbank. Um, He didn't check the size of it. Uh, So when it he got like, okay, that was not that bad a cost. Then got like a humongous bill for shipping. And it was the thing of like, wait, why does it cost so much? And it turns out um, this was the puppet that was like the actual – correct scale for the rest of the scene. Uh-huh. So it took up basically, it's like the size of a small car for his garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, it now lives in a museum in Vegas because it was uh, way too large for his home and he had yeah. to then find somebody who would accept it and uh, provide shelter to it's this It's really cool puppet. to call Planet Hollywood a museum in Vegas, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> it's a museum where the... you can enjoy a delicious meal. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. one of those food museums. Yeah. There, someone said, wait a minute, what if the snack bar was the museum? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I wish I could have something like that. It'd be so amazing. Ah, uh, not, and uh, keep your, keep your, again minds out of the gutter. It's not so I can sneak into the garage at night and have my way with the spider gremlin. Because mm-hmm. again, I, he's the dom in this scenario. Yeah, you're involved. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, without a yeah. doubt. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It, I, otherwise, I'm like Bella Lugosi and Ed Wood, uh, just trying to wrap myself with octopus tentacles. Yeah, and, and it doesn't, and we it all, doesn't quite we work. all know Elliot has serious <laughs> brat energy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, are you ready? Four, the number one sexiest gremlin. Should I go down? Should I? I'm, you know what? I'm going to go down our list, and then I want you guys to take a guess on who you think it is, and forget that I may have texted you earlier who I who I would have who had chosen as it. Mm, okay, okay. Number ten was a, number ten again. Daffy Gremlin. Number uh-huh. nine, Electric Gremlin. Daff, number ten, Daffy Gremlin. Sense of humor has a steady job. Number nine, Electric Gremlin. Glamorous, but a little bit dangerous. Number eight, Vegetable Gremlin. Because warm vegetables is uh, there's no way his body is keeping them cool. It's they're not crispy, mm. they're mushy. Now although they're fresh, doesn't get any fresher than straight <laughs> off the gremlin. So who knows? Number seven now, shadow <laughs> yeah, puppet yeah, gremlin. They're locally sourced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like gremlin to table. It's a face to table. These vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number seven, vegetable gremlin. No, yeah, number seven is now shadow puppet gremlin. Good mm. with his hands, but we don't know how he looks. Maybe he looks like the 3D glasses movie theater gremlin, in which case, hubba hubba. Number six, bat gremlin, wrap me up. Number five, mm-hmm. Greta gremlin, unless you're Robert Picardo's son. Mm-hmm. Four, unnamed flash dance gremlin. She's got a dream. She's going for mm-hmm. it. Numbers make me a part of that dream. 
Number three, Stripe, Ultimate Bad Boy. Number two, Spider Gremlin, Wrap Me Up Too. But in this case, instead of wings, it's uh, web and legs. Yeah. So number one, who's your guess? Who's going to be the number one sexiest it's based Gremlin? Entirely on Elliot's personality yeah, and yeah. his background. I 100% think you're going to pick the George Gremlin because he is a lot like John Taffer from Bar Rescue who has that New Jersey mafioso vibe that I know yeah, Elliot sure. resonates That's with. That's a good guess. It is, it is what feels like choice. home to me. That's true. Yep. Uh, Dan, do you have a guess? Uh, I would say I'm... <laughs> It, 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 little... it looks like it looks like Brendan's got Brendan's got his guess. So Dan, you you find it a little bit hard to think because you got these sexy gremlins floating in your head. Yeah, you can't yeah. even choose one. I think there may be a little uh, narcissism in this pick. I think that uh, Elliot would like to believe that uh, that the mo- the sexiest <laughs> part of anyone is. The brain. That's right. So, Brendan, who do you think it is? I see you're holding up your figurine um, of it. Yeah, I'm holding him for a reason, and uh, I only wish I could do a better Tony Randall impression. It's the brain gremlin. That's right. Number I one. He's got his little jacket over his shoulder. That's great. <laughs> Sexiest <laughs> gremlin, the brain gremlin, because you know what? Nerdy is the new sexy. What's the biggest erogenous zone? The brain. That's what brain gremlins got. He opens his mouth, and what, what? do you hear? <laughs> Fucking Tony Randall. That's right. Tony Randall. And he can sing. He's got yeah. it all. He's got it yeah. all. Yeah. And you, you know what? He takes those glasses off. He's a knockout. Yes. He puts the glasses on. Still sexy. Mm-hmm. Brain gremlin. Yeah. Yeah. Sexiest gremlin there is. You know why? Because he's got brains. Prove me wrong. And he's cultured. He's sophisticated. He is very he suave. He knows who Susan Sontag gremlin. is. Yeah, he's very yeah. suave. But he's not afraid to shoot another gremlin in the face when he's being annoying. When that <laughs> when that other gremlin's just bothering the shit out of him, he does something. He'd be he's great tough. on a date. He'll take care of you. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he's not like... Just shooting? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> interrupting the date. Here's here's the situation. You're sitting with him. He can talk about cultured, sophisticated things. Uh-oh, some guys stopped bothering you in the pizza place that he took you to because he's humble. It's a good pizza place. He got, he went to that place that's the best pizza in the world that's in Phoenix, Arizona. There's an outpost in L.A. now. It's really good. I went to it. Anyway, so he's taking you there. You're Wait, really enjoying what? it. And some guys— some Phoenix, guys, Arizona? Yes. Some guys start to hassle you. You know what he does? He doesn't go, uh-uh, yeah, well, maybe I will go to a different table. No. Just pulls a stripe. He learns his lesson from Stripe, shoots him in the face, and now right back to the date. I assume the owner of the restaurant comes Wait. over. I'm so sorry, Brain Gremlin, that your dinner got a, got a interrupted. I would have taken a care of it. No, it's fine, fine, my good man, fine, not a problem at all. Just uh, if you could remove the leftovers, if you will. <laughs> I don't. I won't be needing a doggy bag for that. And he goes, Oh, you're so you're so funny, Brain Gremlin. You're so funny. And he turns to you. And he says, You gotta t- nail this one down. This a catch. He a catch. This a Brain Gremlin. And Brain Gremlin's like, Giuseppe, thank you, thank you. I believe I can uh, handle my own seduction. And uh, everyone is laughing very, uh, very culture-like. Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) There are Italian people in Arizona. (laughs) Why? Arizona. So, so you're, so Dan, you thought maybe this is me, maybe it's a little bit of a, Fantasy, since well, I am, if I'm any gremlin, I'm either, I'm probably gremlin, Daffy brain, at this point, brain. to be honest, but I could be the brain gremlin. So, Dan, who would, I, who would it be? Who's your number one? Oh, boy. You know what? I, I said that insult, but you may be right. You may be right, you know, because uh, the brain gremlin is the only one I feel like you could take home to mom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and then some, and that's, you know what's sexy? Stability, mm-hmm. communication, longevity. Yeah. These other gremlins, they're good for one night, maybe a little more. Brain Gremlin, he's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know what, Dan? You may be right. I may be crazy, but it just may be a Brain Gremlin you're looking for. 
Yeah. That, of course, from Brainy Joel, the uh, the brain version of Billy Joel. <laughs> uh, oh. yeah. Brain Gremlin has a Billy Joel cover I, I give that. Yeah. I give that name a, huh. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> well, when I do top 10 sexiest Billy Joel parody characters, no. I'll, I'll remember oh, your feeling no. about Brainy Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Are there any gremlins that I left off the list that you feel have been overlooked and need to be talked about? For their sexiness. And remember, we're only judging them on sexiness, not scariness, although scariness can sometimes be sexy, and not other things, too. I, I just how it what – what, what erotic gremlins have I left off the list as we talk about Brendan's children's animated yes. show, Gremlins uh, I mean, the I don't know if we're going to call him sexy, but, like, it does – I am surprised Flasher came nowhere near this. Uh, is this yeah. – if we were recording this 30 years ago, would we have included Flasher? But now in modern times, it just feels inappropriate. It's possible. It's very possible that when the original Gremlins came out in 1984 or when the second Gremlins came out, what was that, 1989, 1990, 1990, uh, that Flasher Gremlin may have been on the list because you know what? There's something exciting about it. There's something daring about it. And obviously he's getting his kink, but the sexiest thing is consent. And Mm -hmm. Flasher Gremlin, he's not doing that. He's the the most villainous of the Gremlins. What about that uh, beatnik Gremlin from the first movie? (laughs) Okay, sure. Yeah. Tell me Solid more. Choice. Paint more of a. He paint probably a, has a heroin problem. I don't. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's hung out in some French cafes. Well, like, the problem is he's uh, going to make you listen to his poetry, which I don't true, know. True. I don't know if that's so great. That may be uh, disqualifying. Uh, uh, there's some gremlins we don't know whether whether microwave gremlin would have become a sexy gremlin or not since he didn't have much of a chance. He was exploded in a microwave. Uh, yeah, that's true. There's there's the Christmas caroling gremlins. There's something kind of sexy about how they're putting kind of like a naughty twist on a nice thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're a kind of Christmas, but the same way that often sure, bikini yeah. babes on posters in dorm rooms will be wearing Santa hats for some reason because it <laughs> makes them sexier. I guess that they're embodying a childhood so they, mythic figure. So they didn't have to do their hair for the photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> You know what? You, you you'd put it behind the curtain. That that you know, yeah. right? That's that's why it is. Uh, that's also why there's so many sexy babes on dorm room posters wearing hard hats and yeah. those uh-huh. those big Russian fur hats, and then just full gorilla masks. Yeah, yeah. the extra yeah. hour of sleep they got is so sexy. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense well, to me. They've got they're they're saving up their energy for the yeah. sex. You know, uh, they're not ju- they're not just staying up at night doing logic puzzles. They're saving it up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because they can't sleep. Uh, what other other what other gremlins do you just want to highlight as gremlins that are favorites of yours? Sexy I mean, I or like not? big, dumb, strong Lenny gremlin. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. The one who big. I always so the one who who looks kind of like Goofy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And not the one. What's the? Is it George? The one who looks George, kind of like George, Telly Savalas? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. George and uh, Lenny. Never mm-hmm. cared for George. Uh, and uh, oh, I uh, because uh, because of John Steinbeck's famous novel of mice and gremlins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Actually. That's the one at where uh, where Lenny keep he's petting the gremlin and he accidentally breaks its neck. Yeah, right. It would be a mogwai. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it would be a mogwai. Yeah. You don't pet a gremlin. Uh, and honorable mention at number eleven, Christopher Lee, not a gremlin. Yeah, but, yeah, but he's up there. But he's, he's a gremlin there, at yeah. heart. With his yeah. rising, uh, I still love him offering uh, diseases as a as a prize to them all. That just shows <laughs> yeah. he's got yeah. to, to win them over. Yeah, yeah we I have to, we have diseases. Um, there's, you know what? The more I think about the Gremlins movies, they're kind of weird movies. Now that I think about it, <laughs> Brandon, uh, you know, as I said, I've only watched the first couple yeah. episodes. Is another of the secrets of the Mogwai you reveal why, um, you know, Gizmo is like a nice Mogwai, but the moment anyone spawns off of him, yeah, they're are, all villains. Like, even pre-Gremlin, they're yes. bad. 
We do actually. Uh, episode uh, now that it is out there, I won't say it on here, but episode six reveals most of the things that we talked about. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Solid. Solid reasons behind it Very all. Exciting. Finally, Mogwai's mm-hmm. greatest answers, secrets revealed. Answers revealed. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna add a note. That's I'm glad that we're, it's finally revealed. And speaking of bad Mogwai's. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna add a Mogwai to this list. Sorry, Whoa. guys. This is at number twelve. I already said Christopher mm-hmm. Lee is number eleven as the uh-huh. as the non Gremlin runner up. Number twelve, that Mogwai that's just chowing down on fried chicken oh. in the in the first movie yeah. at midnight because mm-hmm. there's nothing sexier than fried chicken. I know I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know I was saying that I don't want to eat. I don't want to eat sushi off of a naked body, but fried chicken. Hold on, maybe let's fried talk about chicken it. off a naked gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the it's the greatest of all erotic dreams. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, uh. and so. With that vision no fan dancing art, please. In, <laughs> no, with that vision dancing in our heads, I think it's time to say thank you to our guest, Brendan Hay, for joining us on this episode of what hopefully won't get him fired, the <laughs> Flophouse Mini Top Ten Sexiest Gremlins Special. I want to thank my co-hosts, Dan and Stu, for hey. willing to go a certain distance with me on this one and then f- refusing to go any further. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to thank our producer, Alex Smith. You can find him online as Howell Doughty. Uh, and I want to thank our network, Maximum Fun. We are a Maximum Fun show. There are many other great Maximum Fun shows. Go and listen to them. Go to MaximumFun.org, where you can also find Flophouse merchandise to buy. You can buy a Jumbotron message, or you can become a Maximum Fun monthly supporter. Why not? Go ahead and do it. It doesn't matter. It's it's This is life. Just support the things you like. Anyway, mm. for the Flophouse and for the idea of sexual gremlins, I've been Elliot Kalin, joined by... Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. Brendan Hay. Saying... Go out and have champagne wishes and sexy gremlin dreams. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Thank you for that. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.